0: You are now tuned in to the, the Windy, Windy City, City Benders, Benders podcast. podcast. This is WCVP. All right. It's another edition of the WCV podcast. It's Jerem. I'm rocking solo this week. Uh, we'll keep this short, sweet, and to the point. If you're watching, I apologize for my appearance. It's fucking hot in Chicago. Um, yeah, so we'll keep this really quick. Uh Enough went on that I didn't want to leave uh, a week gap uh, between episodes here, so real quick, we'll, uh, well let's run down through some uh, some of the hawks talk that did come up because hey, finally the offseason is here for well, not really, but the hawks finally have something to talk about and they kind of don't at the same time. Um, get into that here in a second. First off, uh, the confirmed news uh, Chicago Black Hawks have announced that Megan Hunter and Mark Eden will be joining. Kyle Davison's staff as assistant GMs making it about 30 assistant GMs now on Kyle Davison's uh, staff there. Hopefully one of them will be able to convince him trading Elsa bring it is a bad idea. No, but seriously, um I do think this is like four assistant GMs at the moment uh, for this team and it's just kind of really interesting to see you know what? What's he doing? What's his mindset there with that? Um, it seems like everybody has their own little position on this staff, and I should have been more prepared with writing that down about what exactly um, each ones are doing. But uh, it's really, it's not truly important. Um, just probably the biggest news, uh, confirmed news of the week for the Blackhawks, and I keep saying confirmed news, and the reason I keep saying that is because. There has been some reports and then denying that the Hawks have selected their next head coach. Uh, Kevin Weeks announced that it sounds like the Blackhawks were coming close to a contract with uh, Ryan Huska. If that's how you pronounce it. I do not have my pronunciation check in with me today. Um, but Ryan Huska as the next head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. Um. Yeah, currently he's an assistant coach with the Calgary Flames. Uh, Looking back on his hockey uh, background, uh, his only real NHL experience was he was drafted by the Blackhawks in the third round in 1993. He would only go on to play one game and actually eight shifts for the Blackhawks, ironically, against the Calgary Flames. So um, there's not much on him. It's hard to kind of say, you know, what type of style of coach he's going to be. Just because, you know, assistant coach, there's not much out there. Um, You don't really know how much of the Calgary Flames' success was on him. Vice versa, you know, what role he really played with that team. As soon as Kevin Wheats announced this, it was denied by the Chicago Blackhawks that they have not made a choice on their head coach. Surprise, surprise, because, you know, why would you give any, you know, information about what you're doing for the head coach? Um, They said that they are continuing to search. For the next head coach of the franchise. The main takeaway I got from this rumor um, that the Hawks were going this direction for their head coach, which I think we kind of expected it, um, but they're not going to go for the sexy, sexy candidate. No Barry trots. Um, you're not going to have, you know, Bruce Cassidy was available. He went to Vegas, Peter uh, DeBoer was available. He went to the stars. I don't consider him a sexy candidate. I I don't like that fit, but um, Paul Maurice uh, ends up going to Florida. Um, Torts goes to Philly. Um, Trotz is not going to come to Chicago. He's going to end up in Winnipeg, Um, but any Blackhawk fan that sees the news about, you know, this is going to be who the Hawks are looking at this type of guy. Jeremy Carlton as somebody that doesn't have head coaching experience, but somebody who has NHL experience, which Jeremy Carlton didn't. Huska does. Um, so that's why you're going to be kind of looking for those guys. A lot of the candidates the Hawks are going to be interviewing are assistant assistants already, you know, already on coaching staff in the NHL. Um Brunette would be a nice look. I don't think the Hawks are going to go that direction. Um, He would be, now that he is out as the head coach in Florida, um, I still like the idea of Jim Jim Montgomery. Um, I wish that was a feasible option, but I don't think he's going to want to come here either. Um, It's just really unfortunate that the Hawks are now struggling and going to be in a rebuild at this time when you had probably one of the best free agent classes for coaches um you had a lot of guys that could have made a difference in the franchise if we were just ready to go and unfortunately thanks to the wonderful stan bowman and choices that they've made throughout the past couple years it just it was not on the cards right now so uh for the hawks you know just kind of keep an eye out on that i have a feeling he's gonna end up being the head coach um usually we we see is spot on with what he reports and what he says. So um I definitely expect the head coach to be named before the draft, uh, which is July 7th. So you're coming up on, you know, two weeks here, two, three weeks. So I think that's going to get going. And then I really think we're going to be getting flooded with Hawks news. Once draft gets closer, free agency happens. Um, it's a very interesting time. A little nerve wracking time to be a Hawks fan. With so many rumors flying around uh, with the brinket and, you know, a lot of, there's no, I mean, I haven't heard any rumors to it, but a lot of people talking about Kane getting moved. Um, yeah, we've said it many times here. It would suck. It would really suck to lose Kane. It would really suck to lose the brinket. Um, I'd rather trade Kane at this point. Um, the only thing Kane I want to see him stay for is, you know, get a shot at the records, you know. As much as I love my man Stan Makita who's right above me over here, if you're watching. Um, you know, it, Patrick Kane deserves to be an all-time leader uh, in points and, and all the franchise records and all that, and I hope he gets the opportunity to do that. But let's just – Hawks fans, brace yourself. It's coming to an end, this, this era. So say your goodbyes, remember the good times, and enjoy it while it lasts because it's going to be ugly. Other than that, for Hot Sock, I don't have too much. I would love to hear what you guys think about the coaching situation. Do you think they just stick with King? If you're going to go in that direction, do you just stick with King and and truly tank for an opportunity at first overall pick next year, Berard, or do you want them to get somebody that can possibly build this team and shows potential to be a next great head coach? Interesting. Let me know what you think in the comments. Um, if you're on YouTube or let, hit us up on Insta, Instagram, social media, all that good stuff at WCB podcast. So just going to go quick, switching over to the NHL talk, uh, this past Tuesday I had the NHL awards show. Um, it was a little makeshift, uh, hosted by most tavern, <laughs> um, really looks like I was watching with my, my younger brother and he goes, why does it look like they're in a high school gym? And it's funny because they, they probably were honestly, um, Keenan Thompson hosted it. I think he did a great job. Um, I, I know he's a hockey fan to some point, you know, he's got money ducks fame, uh, the knuckle puck, but yeah, they only really announced five awards. It was the Calder, the Vesna, um, the Ted Lindsay, the Hart, and the Norris, um, Igor wins the, the Vesna, Kale McCarr wins the Norris. Austin Matthews wins Ted Lindsay and the heart and, uh, cider wins, um, the Calder for rookie of the year. And I think he won the night. He won the night. You got to give him the heart trophy for MVP because <laughs> coming up and first goes, I didn't write anything. So I'm just going with the flow here. Thanks everybody that came from, you know, uh, for him and all that. And then he throws his parents under the bus saying they just got home from Croatia and that vacationing was more important than being there with him. Amazing. I love this kid and I hate him at the same time because he's a Red Wing. Uh, I tweeted out under the podcast Twitter account that he's my new Dotsuk. I absolutely love him. He's an amazing player. I wish he was a Hawk. I wish he was on any team other than Detroit. Um, I never was able to get my Dotsuk jersey. He was one of my favorite players. Part of the reason why we're 13. Um, but I could never buy a jersey because I could not get myself to buy a Detroit jersey because fuck it. Cider um, is definitely going to be in that category. Um, at the end of it, after uh, Matthews gets his heart trophy. Um, he's walking off, and Keenan um, says, "You know, hey, it's a great, uh, great to see the Maple Leafs get a win in June." <laughs> um, so, love, I love the Maple Leafs getting shot at in every uh, direction. I think Sportsnet cut the feed right there as soon as he finished that sentence, which is even funnier. Um, but overall, I mean, it felt like it was a thrown together hour award show. Um, it was interesting that Victor Hedman and Kale McCarr were there. I know it was in Tampa. But it's kind of weird that two t- two guys that are in the middle of the Stanley Cup play or Stanley Cup final are taking the time to go to an award show. Um, I guess I look too much into it. I don't know. But also, you know, do you guys think it's time to just give up the award show? Um, I just I have no interest in it. Just announce it. How you did the other awards? You know, and just do a quick like intermission report uh, between a playoff game and just say, Hey, so-and-so won this award. Just do it. I mean, it's not interesting. It's not fun. They try to make it like more than it really is. And I just, I don't know if it's just because of the situation, given that they have the weird off season still. So they were trying to get an award show in there or what, I just don't know if it makes sense to keep doing this award show. Just, 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 just forget about it. Just move on with it. The other uh, big thing going on Miss um, the cup final. I don't know if you heard about it, but the Stanley cup final is still going on. And last week we recorded before it started, or I think as game one was happen- starting, um, we will said me and Tanner, let's go seven. And the first game we thought, Hey, we were going to get that. That's exactly what it was going to be. It was going to be the best final we've seen in years. Colorado beats Tampa in overtime at home let's go defending defending stanley cups champions You you got them in the first one in overtime a thrilling game game two comes around and colorado just shits on tampa seven nothing and tampa didn't even look like uh, like they've never even played a, a stanley cup final game before like it was so bad and vasileski stayed in that for all seven goals which is very interesting um but yeah, starting to murmur, hey, did Tampa just play too much, too much hockey that, uh, you know, it's finally catching up to them and they're not, they're not gonna, not gonna pull this three Pete off. Uh, they come home for game three and they just put a shit kick on Colorado. They won six to two. Um, not gonna brag. I, uh, I hammered the over and Tampa win. A well, nice little parlay bet on that. We can win. Let's go. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay showed some life. You know, we're like, all right, um, not the kind of high intensity series we thought. You know, thought it'd be a little bit closer, more like game one. Then you have two blowout games back to back. So let's see what's game four going to be. I personally thought I bet the under and Tampa winning, take a 2 2 going home, of uh, Colorado going home. I hit the under, but Colorado wins it in overtime. Kadri. Uh, back 18 days after breaking his thumb from Evander Kane and having surgery on it. He's back in the lineup and he gets the big overtime goal to take a commanding 3-1 series lead. And unfortunately, I feel so bad for Kaji for this. His amazing moment is now going to be overshadowed by stupid conspiracy and people bitching and complaining about what, why that shouldn't have been a goal. If you didn't see it, the 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 whole big controversy is Tampa is claiming that it should have been no goal. Too many men penalties should have been called because Colorado had six guys on the ice. Colorado had six guys on the ice. Nathan McKinnon was going to the bench. Completely out of the play. Koji scores the goal. Gives you a throwback to 2010 Stanley Cup final when Patrick Kane scored the game winning goal in overtime to win the cup. Goes in. Nobody. Nobody knew him But. But Kadri bucket stuck on top of the net. End of the game. Cooper goes up to do his press conference and says he's not talking. He needs to, he needs to compress what just happened. And then he's got nothing to say. And he feels awful because they should still be playing hockey and all this kind of stuff. And you think I will be hand to God. I missed the, I did not watch it live. I saw it this morning, but. The way he's sitting there talking, I thought something terrible happened. I thought that it was a very obvious, like, you know, maybe the sixth guy was screening Vasilevsky on the goal um, or, you know, grabbing the defenseman out of the way to let Kadri get the shot off. Nathan McKinnon's going to the bench. He's literally at the bench. Not in the play, not affecting the play at all. The only thing that I, I, I can't... Confirm and maybe you guys can enlighten me in the comments or whatever. Was Kadri the guy changing for McKinnon? Was the man, the guy that passed the puck to Kadri cha- changed for McKinnon? Because if that's the case, then yeah, that's a too many men penalty. You can't touch the puck when you jump on the ice if your guys that you're replacing is still on the ice. You can't do that. I, I I don't know. I I really wish I had someone here that that saw it and can tell me that, but I don't think I don't think that's the case. And I think that he was just completely out of the play and had no no of true effect on the outcome of that of that goal. And for Cooper John Cooper to be to be crying and complaining about it the way he has. Somebody pointed out on social media. I wish I I wish I remembered the the account, but they're like Tampa Bay scored a goal last year. Seven guys in the zone against Carolina. So you're going to score a goal with seven guys that are in the play, but you're going to complain about a guy getting off the ice. I just, I don't get it. Um, I'm really not prepared right here. I'm looking for the Colorado Avalanche head coach. Cause he had a great um, comment on uh on, during the press conference when they were asked about it. i don't know if it was the press conference or if it was today um sorry i want to pull up because i want to have his name name ready sorry guys i really apologize it. uh jared uh benar, benar 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 i think oh but he basically said he goes yeah i saw it you know he goes i i frame by frame I i watched it frame by frame he was a fluid situation he's making a change because if you go back a couple steps, he counts you could count seven players from Tampa Bay on the ice at the same time. That's what happens. It's 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 a fast-paced game. You change on the fly. There's gonna be multiple guys on the on the ice at the bench area, you know, when they're making change. The only way I would have any sympathy for Tampa Bay in this situation is if. He somehow—it was a play that somehow affected. If McKinnon somehow was affecting the play, whether it be screening the goalie or you know getting in the way of a player coming back back checking, then I then I understand it. I I, I get it. But McKinnon had no effect on the play. I think it's McKinnon. I don't know. I keep saying McKinnon. Someone I saw somebody say McKinnon once, and then I just I've just ran with it. I don't know if you're truly if you're truly complaining about this, grow up, grow up. hockey play Does it suck that this is the way it's gonna gonna end uh, the three peat opportunity? No. You know what sucks? as let up that weak goal. I mean, that wasn't a great shot by Kadri. I'll be honest, i i I've seen better shots. I don't think that was a a a non-savable shot. And I just, I don't understand. Like, you guys fucked up. It just, it's it's a hockey play. Now you're in a hole or three to one. You gotta, going back to Colorado, I'm sorry. I, 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 I truly think that this is over on Friday. I think Colorado wins it at home for the third cup. I believe it's the third cup in franchise history. Colorado deserves it more. I will be completely honest with you. I think Colorado is just an absolute beast of a team. And that's not taking anything away from Tampa. I think Tampa is just out of gas. It has been a very long three years. They have played a lot of hockey. And in terms of a lot of hockey in a short period of time, because I know they've been, they've dealt with shortened seasons and people are gonna put want to put asterisks on it and you know what they have the hardest hardest route to win the Stanley Cup I think honestly. You have to go to the bubble, have to be in a, be away from your family for months at a time, yeah. Then you have to play in a condensed season where you only play the same teams. The only question mark I put on that is having to play Montreal, who did, who lucked into being into the cup final last year, but yeah, I don't know. I think this is over. I think Colorado is going to win your, the Stanley cup. And I think Kale McCarr is going to be con Smythe, but I don't know. I've been wrong before. So, all right. Like I said, I am going to keep this short. Um, I will hopefully be back next week with some, with some hosts on here um, working on that right now. But, yeah, so let me know what you think. Oh, you know what? No, one more thing. Hot stock. We're going back to hot stock. As I'm recording this, that's today marks five years of the Jomerson trade. here. And the Andrew, so- Andrew not Andrew, Brendan side and Artemi Panarin trade. It's been five years since the Panarin trade has happened. and It still blows my mind that people still don't understand. The hots could not afford to keep Panarin. What else? What else do you need to know? Like what, how else can we put this out there for you? Pictures, diagrams about how salary cap works. I don't know. That's all I want to say. Get over it. Five years. It's over. It's gone. He's on a new, new team since then. It wasn't going to work out. And even if it did work out, we'd be talking about trading him right now anyways. So, all right. Episode 182, we're calling it Blink-182. Why not? I know. You know, Blink-182, going back to Colorado, they sing all the small things, which is probably one of the coolest hockey traditions um, going right now. Um, But, yeah, make sure to follow us on social media at WCB Podcast. Like us on Facebook, the hockey... (laughs) <laughs> um, I gotta get used to not saying that one um, like us on Facebook the Windy City Benders podcast uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel thumbs up uh, this video leave a comment um, let me know what you think about some of the stuff I've talked about today um, follow us on Spotify give us a five star there uh, subscribe to the Apple podcast give a five star there this episode all episodes I know you're listening to this one so you found it already but all episodes are available on all Major podcast platforms. So find us on the one that you like the most. Share us with your friends. Help us grow. We, uh, we've got some cool stuff hopefully coming very soon that we are going to go all in on. And I really would love to get more people involved and more listeners and let people truly embrace the Bender lifestyle. <laughs> all right. So for Jerem, um, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Love you, boys. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.